Hey y'all, it's another week, we're back at Backstage of Bluebird, as always, uh, I'm Johnny Ellis, and with me, as always, is Andrew Jones. Howdy fellas, you look like a fine bunch of ramblers walking in up here. And we're here this week, <laughs> I don't know how to respond to that. Um, <laughs> with a sarsaparilla. We're here this week, uh, talking about uh, Nashville Season 1, Episode 7, Lovesick Blues. Um, now, I'm going to guess this oh, week, Lovesick Blues, it's a title of uh, autobiography or memoir, if you will, by a popular poet from the Renaissance era. Ah, uh, so close. Yeah? And yet also so far. Romantics. It's a romantics. It's uh, it's the title of a show tune written by Cliff Friend and Irving Miles. Um, first appeared in the 1922 musical Oh Ernest. It was recorded by Emmett Miller in 1925 and 1928. And oh, developed and, by Jim Varney for his later, classic character Ernest P. War. And later by country music singer Rex Griffin. Okay, yeah, I've heard of him. He's my favourite country music singer. Uh, Good, that's all the information the, we need. Thanks. The recordings by Griffin and Miller inspired Hank Williams. Performed song during his appearance, his first appearances on the Louisiana Louisiana Hayride Radio Show in 1948. Okay, and the, the Louisiana Hayride Radio Show is that a show that you can listen to only on a hayride, or was yes, it only on, on a hayride. hayride? Strictly on haywrides. Okay, you get fined otherwise. And Foghat had a song about that, right? Yeah. <laughs> hayride, <laughs> take it easy. That's it. There's no bit. Um, so yeah, uh, it's mainly known as a as a Hank Williams song. Is it? Because um, I knew it as a as a uh, <laughs> poem, as a memoir, released, um, if you will, by a poet. Recorded December twenty second, nineteen forty eight. That's a long time ago. Can we just say September twenty yeah. second? How old were you then? Me? Because you're old. Um, I was in my late nevers. <laughs> and uh, released February eleventh, nineteen forty nine. Never forget. So not a massive gap. Not as big as a gap as last week's. Did you say title. December or September? Um, recorded de- December, December 22nd, 1948. Um, okay, so, February. and obviously they had a break after that because you have to respect, you know, Christmas and Hanukkah. Yeah, yeah, of course. I'd Mubarak. Of course. So they just, they recorded this on Christmas Eve, Eve, Eve. Which at that point was considered summer because Christmas started so late. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas now, Christmas begins in August. I mean, time doesn't matter now. Well, yeah, time is less than a flat circle. Yeah. Which is why we're going back to 2012 television like it's, you know, current day. (laughs) Um, (laughs) (laughs) I've got lovesick blues. Well, this week, um, it's all about uh, Edge Hill. Uh, Edge Hill Records. Yeah, Ed Sheeran is here. <laughs> no, from Game no. of Thrones and Mitch uh, no, Jones's baby. <laughs> Third build Ed- in Danny Boyle's yesterday. <laughs> Ed Hill, Jesus. Um, Ed Hill Records is uh, doing a live recording of its 25th anniversary show, which they're yeah, doing. Multiply, the they've got division. Um, you've got plus. <laughs> uh, so they're doing that at the Sign and cosine, both <laughs> albums. <laughs> to celebrate their 25th anniversary. Um, Marshall Ed Evans, the head of the studio, wants. Uh, to follow that release of the live recording with the Greatest Hits album um, of Rainer James. Yeah. He's not very happy about that. No. But uh, Rainer's going to be performing at the 25th anniversary show, of course. Yeah. She's she the wants, number one star. And she wants to close the show with uh, with one of the new, shong- new songs. She's been... Uh, her and Liam. She's been, yeah, her and Liam McGuinness have been uh, making in the studio. Liam's still a no-no. Liam's still no-no. Yeah. What do you mean? That's his full name, right? To the record in- industry. Oh, he's well, still yeah. a no-no. Yeah, he's a no-no. Um, and they definitely wouldn't have him on stage at any point during any kind no. of performance because he's definitely no-no and the record industry Goodness is saying no. no. Yeah. Goodness well, no. They're, no. Saying, they're, they're not just saying no, they're saying no-no. Thank you. It's double. It's, it's, <laughs> a, it's twice as much no's. And um, who's got twice as much no's? Pudno's gear. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> uh, meanwhile, uh, Juliet and Sean are 
having a bit of fun with each other. Their their, their relationship, their their fake relationship for their the PR tabloids, relationship, yeah. their PR relationship, um, is is moving forward. Um, it blossomed quite nicely by the end. You know, yeah. I want you to stay in, come in with um, me. Um, it's um, I mean, it's worked out for Juliet. Her um, her negative press has kind of gone down. Yeah, because it. people yes. didn't understand what it means to not have to destroy a bottle of nail polish. I can't believe you're still defending her. Um, I'm not defending her. It's just what's right. <laughs> um, so her negative press has gone down. But Goodness for that. That's it. That's Sean's the story neg- over. But Sean's negative press is going up. What? Um, no, no. Saying, last week they were hashtagging that they were pro football. Yeah, but the fan, the pro football fans are now saying that um, him being with Juliet has affected his gameplay. That's why he's he's missed a few passes in the last few games. Uh, and okay, even I've, the I've, I, okay, I've seen you know ten episodes now of Ted Lasso, and right. I don't think you know having a woman affects anyone's play. <laughs> I don't think that's the problem at all. Well, according that's to that what, show. That's what the fans and the press are saying. The press are calling uh, Juliet country kryptonite with the C. Kryptonite with a C, that annoys me. Um, uh, that's, yeah, well, otherwise it'd be country kryptonite with a K for country. Yeah. Uh, that just seems like you're one step off country kryptonite character. And um, then you've got the triple K, and no one's yeah. wanted that with country music because that is a precedent you cannot rip, rip, rip away from. Yeah, that's true. Um, Can I just say, was... um, there is a there is a way we can handle this uh, football situation though. Okay. Is uh, if Juliet calls up uh, Raina James, and right. her she can call up her real husband, Coach Taylor, and right. he can help Sean out. Raina James's real husband is, is Coach Taylor. Friday Night Lights. Oh, I've never Maybe. seen Friday Night Lights. Get Kyle Chandler in this show. Let's have I mean, him coach some people. Yeah. Um, but there's no there's no time really to dwell on it because uh, Marshall Marshall Evans wants to see uh, Juliet personally. I mean, so we all want to see Juliet she's, personally. She's got to go see Marshall Evans. Don't and know if what, you ask what Chris O'Dowd, he wants to see Juliet naked. <laughs> but um, Juliet is playing at the Ryman for the uh, for the anniversary show. Of course, uh, yeah. she's invited Sean along. So. Well, should Juliet be playing? She's only been in this industry for three years. That seems like a big years, thing to do. Multi platinum. Ah, um, how yeah. many? Two, twice. Two. Twice, She's yeah. got multi platinum twice. For yeah, them. we're skipping ahead here. I'm just, just, I'm, I'm just stating that's just ridiculous. Yeah. You know, I'm skipping ahead to the details, the facts, <laughs> and the figures that matter. Sorry, <laughs> facts. I, 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 the guy who who is adamantly defending, adamantly spreading the fake news that um, <laughs> that Sorry, Juliet what? Juliet simply wanted to uh, <laughs> was. Planning to. Play I read it on HN. <laughs> I read it on HN. Right. Okay. Barnes and Nod told me. <laughs> um, well, now we're at the uh, the Tequila Ta- Cowboy, uh, which is on Main Street, I believe. Yeah, tequila um, Cowboy seems like a terrible name. Yeah, that's true. Uh, well, Avery's there. He's got his first uh, big, big gig thanks to uh, sleeping with um, I, Mar- Marilyn. Marilyn. Right. Yeah, Marilyn I Rhodes. Don't want to talk about Avery. Oh. All right, let's not talk about Avery. But let's let's ignore Avery exists in this whole episode because. But I know how much you love your national geography. Yes, yes, I do. <laughs> Thank you. This is what I want to get to. So we're at the Tequila Cowboy yeah. we're with a character who, uh, at the moment, we will not name. But let's say this character walked from his uh, his house. Let's call him. Uh, let's call him he... one of my favorite characters from the Wire. Let's call him Avon Barksdale. <laughs> um. Well, let's let's say he walks from his house where he is living on his own at the moment due to reasons. Okay. Um, it's a 20, 29 minute walk. You, you know, if you want to call him Kermit because he's a total muppet, that's fine. <laughs> no, I like Kermit. Um, yeah, I know, but could you imagine if Kermit? No, do you know what? I like together? Avery. I like Avery. And imagine he's if struggling Kermit and Kermit Scooter but... got together romantically. How beautiful would that be? It's not mine, please. Um, they could put each other's hands up each other's <laughs> muppet holes. It's a 29 minute walk, it's a six minute drive. Okay, it's all right. So, Uber prices, right? <laughs> you let's know get how to much the... you have your Uber prices. I, I now, and we're not I'm talking... starting a precedent now. I'm never gonna <laughs> stop. We're not talking surge pricing, are we? Uh, no, this, this is was... a standard regular. I believe this is standard, yeah. What time um, is it? So, it's about 
so I checked around nine o'clock in the morning. Nine o'clock in the morning on a pandemic day. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. But we'll we'll go by the, these places. That's all yeah. I've got. I don't know how how else I can do this. Okay. Hyperinflammation, um, hyperinflammation. So uh, for uh, sort of three prices, there's regular, medium, and high. <laughs> uh, there's tall, venti, and yeah. high, and grandy. I mean, you have the grandy sits in the car with you in that one. Sits in um, the car with you. What the yeah, hell? Sits. I said sits. Oh. Well, you've got a, you've got like your F's are starting to settle. Like this. So, um, so be careful where you sit. Don't sit where you eat. It's seven dollars and forty-eight cents, okay. uh, or ten dollars and fifty cents, or nineteen dollars and sixty-eight cents. And what do you get with the ten-dollar upgrade there? I think that's a uh, personal, and then the, the nineteen-dollar upgrade is um, like comfort. Uh, the seven-dollar is maybe the um, what do you call it? Pool. Uh, pool. Yeah, Uber pool. Which I wouldn't do because yeah, of the virus. Yeah. So probably spend three extra dollars and perform live entertainment to people whilst not getting sick on the way there or the way back but probably during or just have a nice little 30 minute walk 29 minute walk uh, you don't know who you're going to um, bump into true true uh well this uh tequila the tequila cowboy seats uh 500 people which beats the 50 people that they usually play for um, where do they usually play sorry in in the dive bars in the dive bars yeah Oh, I miss um, dive bars so much. So Marilyn Rhodes is uh, is getting ready to meet uh, Dominic or Domino Wells. Um, he's the president of Cascade High Records. Uh, they're very big in Atlanta. Ah, um, right. And things are moving up for Avery and his band, but he doesn't seem very excited because it feels weird without Scarlett. Now, what's his band name? Is it something cool like the Lumineers? I think it's the Avery Barclay Band, isn't it? Oh, that's very inventive. Yeah. Um, but work you know, for Dave feels... Matthews, work for Steve Miller, <laughs> yeah, and then Avon Barksdale. <laughs> it feels um feels weird without Scarlett though because uh, she's she's been to all the gigs at the dive bars. It feels yeah, she's weird. There she's there all the time. Be... Yeah, she's she not is the be most positive kid. person. But Marilyn says, "Well, just put her on the guest list. You know, if you want the prize, you got to keep your eyes on it." Um, so now Juliet is at uh, the. I was going to say studio, not studio. Um, sure. She's at the record label. Yeah, she's uh, waiting to meet Marshall Evans. In a red um, dress. Yep. Uh, he's a lot been, of costume changes in this episode. He's been, he's been keeping her waiting, but uh, he finally signs up and he tells her there's been a few changes to the Ryman lineup. Um, he grabs her shoulder. It's really awkward. I think he's a very touchy-feely kind of person. I don't like him. Yeah. Uh, well, she's uh, she's only singing one song now. Even though she's gone multi-platinum twice in the past three years, uh, but you know the music community and the public's perception is that she's widely well successful. She cuts input, so we never know she's what she is. What what the public and the music community view her as? Do we, you I think, don't think they view her very highly because she's about stealing s- fucking uh, nail polish? She put it in a place where it would not be damaged. You think about music's legacy. I know these uh, these people who uh, had a song. And um, they were so confident in the song. Then they travelled forward almost a thousand years. And they found out <laughs> the song eventually did go multi-platinum. And uh, everyone did buy their second album. But uh, even Saturday, like, to be fair, outside Michael Jackson. But their legacy kind of didn't revere itself because it took a thousand years to sell multi-platinum records. So it doesn't really matter. They, they, were kind of, uh, they were kind of busted at that point. <laughs> I thought you were talking about Bill and Ted. <laughs> it, well, it was an excellent adventure, let's face it. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, she's, she's only got, uh, Juliet's only got one song to sing now. Um, even though she's, she's made them a lot of money, but um, they, you know, she says she's not an, an investment. She's a human being. She's not a number. Um, it was strange how she then, you know, was chased by a giant bull. Yeah. Out of Nashville. Um, well, she's she's still going to close the show. She's going to be the big closer, but she's going to do it with J- Rainer James. Yeah, and uh, uh, an she's artist who's viewed with like tremendous, an, <laughs> an artist who's viewed with tremendous respect, but not by Juliet, I don't think. Wait, you're saying um, Juliet Barnes and Rainer James, two of the most prominent female country performing artists in Nashville, Tennessee, aren't best friends? No, not yet. Oh, I like uh, where this is going. I like friendship. Um, 
to, according to some of the people I know best, friendship is magic. <laughs> um, well, um, that evening, Rena yeah. is getting ready for movie night with the uh, with the kids. Yeah, um, she's got Katie, popcorn in Katie the microwave, which is definitely being burnt properly because when she <laughs> opens it up, there's steam that doesn't come out, and she can touch it with her hands. Classic popcorn situation. And the kids are wondering, should we watch a chick flick or an action or a sci-fi? Yep, comedy, sci-fi, action, or chick flick. Is what, oh, you wrote them uh, all down. Thank you. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I'm. I, and it's I 2012, but it could be anything from the archives as well because they could be watching could be. Netflix. Could be. Um. Uh, what floating popcorn do you think they've got? I'm, I'm um, well, blue. I think it might be uh, lightly salted. I don't think they're going to go <sighs> for that sweet stuff. Are you a salt or sweet popcorn? I I, I kind of like both, but they're sweet mm. inherently. I'm a, I've got a sweet tooth, which has been detrimental. Yeah. But I do like a touch of salt to it as well to have like a, a, a whiplash effect. And by that, I mean I like to also put in some uh, chocolate raisins. Right. <laughs> and get a, a chair for him at you. Um... Uh, well, uh, Teddy's turned up and he's he's going to join in for movie night. It's a nice little family night, and uh, Raina and Teddy sort of have, have a little catch up on how's work going, how's how's the election going. Because they Teddy's don't see each other way up. Yeah, they Teddy's numbers they're, busy. Are they're both busy. Way up. They are way up. Um, yeah. And then Teddy gets a call from Coleman of all people. The yeah, Teddy wants Theodore Logan gets a call from Coleman. Um, Teddy want, uh, Coleman wants to speak uh, privately at Riverwalk, like right now. So Teddy's got to head off and go see Coleman. So chick flick it is. Yeah, that means it puts the family movie night into a girls movie night. And uh, what do you reckon they watch? I hope they watch Easy A. That's a nice chick flick. It's probably going to be Mean Girls or something, I imagine. Yeah, that's too obvious, though. I figured they'd go for something yeah. a bit more interesting. I like Emma Stone yeah. Lindsay Lohan, anyway. Well, hey, uh, now we are. Do you know where we are? Um, I've got a feeling we're in Tennessee somewhere, but I haven't got yep. quite down to the specifics. You're the geography guy. We are backstage at the Bluebird. Woohoo! Well, yeah, I know um, where we are now. I thought you meant it in the show. Oh, yeah, in the show. We're, we're backstage at the Wait, Bluebird. Wait, what? We're not backstage at the Bluebird. Oh, we are okay. kind of, almost a bit. Um, Don't the stage is going to go all the yeah. way. Uh, <laughs> Deacon's there, and he's singing uh, Papa Rice to Johnny. What do you think of that song? No, okay, nice. I wanted to get to this. This right. is brilliant this it is really the country i like oh. melancholy and sad but also wistful and full of elegance and it's got the name of your favorite person in it as well um Chip, well... Yes. <laughs> no johnny thank you um i also like you know um men at work's classics on be good johnny because i think it's <laughs> It's arousing support in uh, the the bad boy who does bad things all the time and should just chill out, bro. <laughs> and I, I feel like that's a resonant anthem for a certain person. Hint, hint. <laughs> well, um, well, Gunner's uh, Gunner's worried about Scarlet. Uh, she's she's serving. She's she's working. You know, she's, she's waitressing. Uh, but she looks sad. She never realised how sad her uncle's songs were before. She's trying at some point. I feel like I see yeah. a tear. Well, she's she's going through a breakup. I know she's going through things, but I don't think she'd actually have like a tear. I thought she'd just be that kind of stoic sad, that that stone yeah. broken. She has feelings, okay. Yeah, but like um, I thought she shattered as opposed to uh, able to cry. I've not been able to cry for a decade. But she um she remembers not to say Scarlet <laughs> She's um she's never missed one of uh, every shows before. No, maybe um, spin her top she says to Gunnar, what if, what if I've made a huge mistake Classic. In, in breaking up with Avery? Gunnar says, well, we should, we should, you should write a song about it. Now, we do skip over the fact that Gunnar leaves someone to walk over to hang out with Scooter at this point. Yes, uh, he does leave his current girlfriend. No, not current girlfriend, yogurt girlfriend. A different yogurt, girlfriend. Of, different kind of yogurt girlfriend. Yogurt girlfriend. Um, Haley's <laughs> sitting there. Having a nice glass of, I assume, yogurt-based alcohol. Yeah. Watching Deacon perform a beautiful song, and he just walks away from her. But he, he goes back to her after he's after he's checked in on um. After he's Scarlet, checked he in, if he can give her a touchy feely. And, and they're both they're both sort of concerned about Scarlet, and and she says, you know, how'd it go? And he's like, not too well. And she's like, okay, leave it to me. Yeah, I I'll agree. Hey, I you know, a concerned good friend. Yeah, I think Haley's really wrong. nice. I like Haley, and I don't like yogurt, so that's a huge over <laughs> step I had to make. Um, well, anyway, Teddy is now meeting Col- Coleman, 
Uh, in this really, really, really nice lit area. It's really yeah, dark. It's really it's, nice it's, area. It's, it's like a Michael Mann theme going on. I yeah. loved it. Um, I like how I like hearing you say you loved it when it when it comes to Nashville. It's it's nice to hear. Um, so uh, yeah, Teddy's meeting Coleman, and Coleman says, you know, uh, Raina and her sister, whose name I forget, are like sisters to me. Tanya. Tanya, that was it. Thank you. Um, they're like sisters to me. But she specific, um, specifically leads with Tanya and Raina. Yeah, that's, that's yeah, what I call. It's like, ah, he he sees Tanya as the first sister. That's really cool. I like that. Yeah, um, it, it brings the world out into the open. It's not just Raina's the most important person in the world because she's the star of the show. In Coleman's true. eyes, sisters are equal. Yeah, he grew up with them, and they're doing it for themselves. They are. Um, we know that. But yeah, he he sees them as sisters, uh, but he doesn't see um, uh, Lamar as a father. No, because he sees him as a daddy. No, um, <laughs> damn it! You suck at me in. <laughs> um. Anyway, uh, and he's learned, despite not, despite only seeing Lamar as a daddy, not a father. Uh, um, he's learned a lot from Lamar about how to silence enemies. Uh, so he wants and, to discuss and, 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 and he uh, he does a what I think is uh, one of the great lines from a Nickelback song because he. Oh yeah. So he goes to Teddy goes. Look at this photograph. <laughs> well, yeah, um, Coleman wants to discuss withdrawal. So yeah. Coleman, Coleman's going to withdraw from the race. Right. Oh, wait, no, no. It's Teddy's withdrawal he wants to discuss. What? Teddy's got till the weekend to decide. Um, after that, these pictures he's got of Teddy and Peggy. Photograph. Not Maggie, as we said last week. Yes, uh, we want to make uh, Margaret Maggie. We got it wrong. Oh, that's right, because Margaret... Peggy is short for Margaret, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what it was. Peggy. Yeah. <sighs> anyway. Um... She's a Skyler sister. We don't care. <laughs> so he's got until the weekend to decide, um, and then after that, these pictures of Teddy and Peggy are going to get released to the press. Now, we um, want to make it clear, it's Teddy and a girl named Peggy. It's not Teddy getting Peggied. No, not yet. Um... Not yet. That's the uh, <laughs> second series. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, that's where Teddy, that's when we go backstage at his bluebird. Teddy tries to tell Common, you know, it's not what you think. This is completely innocent. And Common says, "No, I believe you. I, I complete. I, I believe you." Yeah, but sure. no one else is going to believe. The public will decide. Yeah. And when you leave it up to us, the public, the normal people, and you say, "Hey, look, yeah, I don't know. Um, I'm the doctor at the White House. He's definitely doing fine." And we go, "Where well, you lied before? Who knows? <laughs> right? Keeping it current. Right. He's probably dead by now." And do you know where, where all this took place? Uh, I want to say this took place in Athens, Georgia. Nashville. That's the title tells Nash- us. Nashville. Yep. Tennessee. Right Nashville, right, right around the corner from where we are. Yep. Jeepers. Um, so... This episode took a twist. <laughs> uh, so we're back at uh, Juliet's house. Um, what what a house. What a house. Windows uh, and blocks and a pool that's infinite. She's uh she's still not happy that she has to perform with Rainer. Um yeah. she's past her prime. Uh but they, you know, she Julia thinks they wanted to make it look right. like she's under Rainer's uh wing. Like like uh, Rainer approves of Juliet. Yeah, it's passing a torch to some degree. Yeah. It's, she's not it's, it's Madonna and Britney and um, was it Christina? Do they do uh, thing? Oh god, I can't remember that. I don't. I don't know much about that. That's not country. Um, Sorry. So uh, now we're back. At, but it was country um, when she did, you know, uh, American Pie. She did that in a country. Yeah, style. I suppose so. Yeah. She, well, she wore a cowboy hat. <laughs> makes the people come together. She wore a cowboy hat for that. Had Ali G hang out um, with her. Well, now we're at... Um, Is Ali G at all in Nashville? No. Do we see Bruno? Borat? No. no. Borat 2? Subsequent movie film? <laughs> um, well, um, we're back at uh, Lamar's office. Sorry. No, you're right. That. You're 100% right. Daddy's, Daddy's office. We're back at Daddy's mm. office. Um, at, at, the, at the Whiskey House of Nashville. And, and he... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> does make um, you want to hold whiskey, doesn't it? The man um, can't not hold a glass of whiskey. And he said... Which is uh, why then, yes, last week Raina was just down in shots of it happy. It's just in her blood, probably literally. <laughs> um, well, 
Um, well, Daddy says, you know, Peggy, her husband, is 15 years old and her, and he's away while she's volunteering for your campaign. It's it's not a good look. It's suspect. You know? Let's face it. They um, they know each other. They hang out with each other, and she's you know horny on Maine. Mm-hmm. Um, and the um the pictures are going to get really uh will surface whether Teddy drops out of the race or not. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's just got to tell everybody as much of the truth as he needs to. Um, the paper if, trail on if, paper if, trail if on you... the. If you walk the fine line between how much you don't say and how much you don't lie, you might get away with it. Yeah, and the paper trail on the uh, on the embezzlement thing—that's that's been wiped clean. Oh, so there's no need to worry. Yeah, that's not that's. There's no need to worry about that. Okay. The the current the thing they need to worry about right now is getting rid of Peggy, and it's a shame, but they need to do it. Get in order. Rid of. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm doing the jewels in no, Volvich and no, 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 gun. No, 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 nothing Sorry. like that. Nothing like that. Okay. Just take her out. Oh, um, <laughs> uh, Well, now we're, we're at uh, Deacons. Sorry, not Deacons. Scarlet and Deacons. Um, she's I, think, I, think, she's... I think given what? how little anyone's paying rent last week, I think it's Deacons. <laughs> and Scooter's just hanging out with her unky. I'm ignoring that. Unky um, Chippy. Uh, well, she's rushing around cleaning up, trying. You know, she's acting like a guest when she isn't a guest. She's she's a, you know, she's a lodger she's there for the long haul. Yeah. Um. Well, Deacon says rule number one: when a relationship ends, you need to get out of the house. So he's he's going to put her on the list for the Edge Hill show at the Ryman. Now, I, um, if, if I was, if I just broken up with someone, the last thing I want to do is go to an Ed Sheeran show. And if no, I was going out with someone, the last thing I'd want to do was go to an Ed Sheeran show. Yeah. So basically, Deacon should stop sending people to Ed Sheeran shows. I got to say, I liked the little, um, the little uh, exchange they had where she's like, oh, I don't want it. And then he kind of gives her the look and she's like, I can't wait. <laughs> it's just the nice, you know, don't you think? Nice little uncle. Details. Like, yeah. That make it feel like a life lived. Yeah, it makes them feel like they're actual family. And that's, I don't know, that, that tiny little moment just did something for me. It's, it's nice. It's sweet. I think a lot of things featuring Claire Byron do something for you, though. <laughs> well, we'll, we'll, we'll get, get to, that. to that. We'll get to that. Um, <laughs> Johnny's going to be horny on Maiden in a second. Don't you worry, guys. Oh, this is going to be fun. Um, <laughs> so, um, so she asks uh, Deacon about the, uh, the, the gig coming up, the 25th anniversary show. He's... Um, he's been he's going to be playing for the house band. The house so band. So he's there for the entire gonna, show. Yeah, he's going to be playing for everyone, including right, everyone, including, including what? Who fired him? Rainer. That's going to be interesting. Oh boy. Speaking of Rainer, we're now at the rehearsal. Um, and she is reciting the chick flick her and her daughters watched last <laughs> night in graphic detail. Uh well, she was, but then she sees Deacon, and they have a little awkward encounter. Um. She asked Deacon how he's been. He says he can't complain, so he won't. I always like that. That's what I always say. Can't complain, so, so I won't. I just uh, say, if someone says, how are you doing, go, yeah, no. Actually, no, I say, oh, I can't complain. And then I go, well, I could, but I can't be asked. Um, That's too many uh, words. <laughs> I, 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 I drop the words and just do body language. If I can't do body languages. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, Liam McGuinness meets Deacon. Liam's a big fan. And Liam he's wondering why big fan uh, of why Deacon never pursue a solo career. You know, Liam Liam's all out for me. I I think Liam should record an album with uh, Deacon Lee. Ditch Rainer and go for Deacon. Yeah, don't ditch Rainer. Um, Keep working with Rainer, but also work on with Deacon and make. Like, you gotta be team, team Rainer or Team Deacon. I'm I am Team oh. Duo. Thank you very much. <laughs> They're both great at doing what they do, and I don't team want Dana. them to be a feud. Um. So Marshall was turned up um, to give uh, Raina news uh, of who she's going to perform perform with. Raina's not happy with that. Now, I'm going to guess it's the hologram of Tupac. No, it's Juliet, remember? Because Juliet was told she was going to be playing with Raina, so Raina's got to be told she's playing with Juliet. Oh, you see, I thought that was going to be like a double bluff situation. No. (laughs) Uh, So who is is going to duet with uh, the hologram of Tupac on this show? Oh, Tupac's um running the show it's his show he's not oh so basically in this case he is the scooter of the show <laughs> oh god 
Great, Stop I love it. Scooter. Why should I denounce um, the best Muppet? <laughs> anyway, um, well, she's uh, Raina's not happy. She she doesn't take orders. Well, Marshall says, "Well, then we're going to be releasing your greatest hits immediately. Then if you don't take orders, so it looks like she's going to be taking orders." Yeah, and now we're now we're back in the studio with uh, Raina and Liam. Um, Julia yeah, didn't mention how, how this episode things. opened, though. How did this episode open? It opened with a shot of the microphone hanging. Oh yeah, yeah. Like we're always listening. We are. And they're always, always and thus they're always performing. Yeah. Is this a metaphor for Nashville or a metaphor it for is. metaphor for America or even the world? Someone's always Just listening, life. and we're always performing. Life, pretty in much. Yeah, um, what do you think? Well, but uh, here we are in the studio. They're having a little gossip about uh, Juliet. She knows how to play the game. She's uh, packed a lot of records. Um, so Raina calls Bucky, and she says, "Well, tell the tell the label that if she's going to do the Juliet duet." Then the next album has to be produced by Liam. Otherwise, <laughs> she's not doing the duet. It's the manipulation. Duet. Yep. It's manipulation or it's negotiation. Take your pick. And she now worked, we're back at. She learned from her daddy. <laughs> no. Yeah, no, it doesn't work. Did. Doesn't work. Um... Yeah. yeah. Every week I try. <laughs> by the end well, of the show, we're... I may one day be able to say the word, the D word. Well, now we're at uh, the Ryan Auditorium with Deacon and Juliet. Juliet stood on the stage. She's only ever sat in the audience before. She just wanted to see the view from the stage. Yeah. I've, I've stood in the audience. I think. I, you have I don't think I sat down. Yeah. What was it like? It was, uh, it was emotional. It was really weird. I didn't think it was going to be all that emotional. It was part of a, um, a tour for Nashville TV show, like the, the places they filmed. Mm. And the bus tour stopped at the Ryman. And they said, we've only got like a certain like 20 minutes or something really quick. Um, so here's, we've got like sort of little tickets that you get you in, but don't spend too long. And you could have spent um, like half a day there um, or even longer. But I had to rush and I was sort of kind of, you know, uh, power walking through. Right. And I walked into the Ryman Auditorium and it was like I'd hit a brick wall. Um, as soon as I saw the stage, I just stopped and I got proper teary-eyed. It was it's one of my favourite moments. Why did you have to rush? Because um, it was part of a, a tour, so like the bus was taking us around the the city basically to all the places where you know Juliet's house was and uh, Deacon and Raina's house and everyone's house. You know, everyone everyone's, everyone's houses where certain scenes were shot. So this was just one of the many places. So they said we've got a bit of time, but it's not like you're not you're not exploring the thing properly because we've got to set off to go somewhere else. But yeah, it was really good. It was one of my, one of my favorite moments in Nashville, for sure. Well, we'll go together. You, one you know, well, we are in Nashville all the time. So. We are in Nashville. Yeah, true. Is is it one of your favorite moments in Nashville? Just hanging out with me backstage. I mean, that's, that's you know. I, that doesn't need to be set. That's obvious, surely. I feel like... We're seven you've episodes been, in. The way you've been staring at me reciting this story, you had more love in your eyes there than every time you look at me. And I, I, I don't like how much Aww. you don't respect me. I'm sorry. I really do love you. Mm. Um, not as much as I love something else, which we'll go on, get on to later <laughs> on the show. Um, so, uh, everyone thinks that Julia is just a flash in a pan. Um, but Deacon tells her, you know, this is a place to prove him wrong with a duet with Raina James. Do you know what they back... should sing? Sorry? What, what Do you know what they, they should sing? sing? They should sing Go Telescope. That, that song slaps. Oh, you got the wrong song. Um, well, now we're back at Deacon's house. Uh, I believe Scar- you mentioned it was not just Deacon's house anymore, Deacon, though. So. Yep, yeah, Deacon and Scarlet's house. Scooters. Fine. Scarlet is uh, sat outside and not on the porch, and Haley turns up with some bags. And oh, Scarlett says, yogurt. "What are you doing?" And she said, "Well, oh, Haley says the best way to get over someone is to get under someone. So let's get these clothes on you, and we're going out. They're going out clubbing, um, national clubbing. Wouldn't you like to just hang out and sit on a porch? I would. That sound I would very comfortable. To, yeah, it does. It does. She did seem. She did look really comfortable, actually." 
there's a place where it's nice and warm enough to just do that. Yeah. And you're and and you've got to drive long enough that uh, people walking past won't be able to notice you because they're walking past. As opposed yeah. to walking past, they're like, God, don't don't make eye contact. Oh, you're trying to have a conversation just because I'm in here. Fuck. Um, when I'm back at rehearsal, um, Juliet is meeting Liam for the first time. Um, Juliet's willing to duet with uh, Rayna as long as they skip the part where they act like we like each other. And, um, well, boy, she Raina just, just uh, walks well, off. Yeah, Raina just laughs and walks off like you do, you go and walks it, off. I can't remember. Exactly. Here's, here's a binder full of stuff, I guess. Yeah, you, you look through it. We won't have a conversation then. This um, cat is out. Well, Scarlett and Haley now are um, out. They're out having a bit of fun. They're at Layla's. Uh, now I know how much you love your national geography. Johnny, every time you bring this up, I think you've, it sounds like you're being sarcastic, but <laughs> I scoot closer to the microphone every time. <laughs> um, well, I'm glad you do. So to get to Layla's, it's a 32-minute yeah. walk. From, so, we're um, talking from, from scooters. Yeah. Um, it's a 32 minute walk so three minutes longer than uh, to get to the first place tequila. I mentioned Tequila Cowboy um, it's an eight minute drive okay um, for the Uber alright here we go the prices are $7.47 uh, $10.66 or $21.02 okay now that does, does the upgrade between the pool and the solo doesn't seem too bad and then the upgrade to the premium seems a little bit higher by comparison. Yeah. I don't like that. Premium must, premium must be really premium. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm, I'm guessing it's because it's a night venue type situation as opposed to a more classic, you know, rock venue of some, a music venue of some kind. This is more like, oh, you've got money to go out and have fun. Maybe. You're going to get way too drunk. So you, we're going to make you pay extra. Um, wow, Scarlet, uh, Scarlet feels strange. She can't feel her feet. She's, she's, she doesn't can, do this kind of can thing. Can I just remind up. everyone to delete the Uber app? Yep. Right, cool. Um, yeah. uh, right. Gunner's there. Um, oh, God. And he's getting Why? ready to meet Haley and Scarlett, and he's, he's there to, to, to help Scarlett, you know, to, to help her have a fun, a nice time. Well, I hope he is on... as a good friend and writing partner. Um, and a guy hits on uh, Scarlett instantly and asks her for a dance, so they go off to dance. Yeah, that's nice. It is nice. It's, she's already having fun, like barely yeah. two minutes in. She takes a shot and goes out to the dance floor. Takes a whiskey drink. Um, a drink. Well, now we're at rehearsal. Um, well, Juliet and Raina are having a little bit of a fight. Are they? You know, they like Juliet, Juliet is saying to Raina, you should be happy. I'm even here to expand your fan base. Um, to which Raina says, I thought we were here because your fans' parents don't want them looking up to a shoplifter. Because remember, Juliet was a shoplifter, is a shoplifter. I don't remember that. I remember when she uh, accidentally forgot oh, about well. nail polish she left in her purse so that it wouldn't You'll come around fall through. I think you're going to understand when you stop shopping for nail polish. <laughs> well, um, Teddy, meanwhile, is calling Peggy. Um, he's telling her she needs to tell Robert, her husband, uh, what's happening. Um, and you can at least, at least you can say with all honesty, there's nothing romantic going on between us. And she's kind of Says, yeah, I, sh- I guess, reluctantly. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and we're back at the, uh, we're back at Layla's. Um, Gunner cannot stop looking over at Scarlet dancing with her new. Uh, I, he is fella. hanging out with Haley. Yeah. Who his is girlfriend. wonderful, yep. wonderful, cool yogurt girl. Yeah. And he's looking over at, her, at his friend in a way that I don't believe is. In a concerned way, but more is like a I'm Detective. concerned for myself way. Um, surely. I don't like it. Uh uh-uh. uh. Well, um, I'm wagging band... my finger. I do not like it. It's a no no to Gunner. The uh, the band starts up another song. And yes, Scarlet yes, they've been playing a nice, comfortable song. Yeah. It's, been, it's been loud, but you know. Um, and then and they start the playing band. something else, and I hear a noise, not from Scarlet, but from someone else here. <laughs> His name is Johnny, and uh, he literally goes, Whoa! This is hilarious. Um, so Scarlett runs up to the, to the stage, and she says, Oh my God, I love this song. 
And they say, oh, well, come on up here, pretty girl, and, uh, and sing with us. And she's like, oh, God, really? Okay, I'll come on up. And the song they sing is Ring of Fire. Wap. Oh. Now, as soon as this happened, you started saying to me, oh, God, all right, I see what's happened. And I said, I, I was confused. I said, what's going on? And he said, well, last week you ended the show basically saying, you know, there were no songs this week, but just wait till next week, which is this week. Um, yep. Because we've got a doozy. And when this happened, you're like, oh, okay, right. I see what the I see what he meant when he meant when he said that. I understand now. You uh, also said I'd probably masturbate to this. Um, I don't like this version. Jolly. I don't this like is, it. This is your, this is everything that I think of you is this moment. I am not a fan of this version. In my notes, I've written, uh, "Scarlet loves Ring of Fire." gets invited on stage and sings slash murders Ring of Fire. Whoa, this kitten's got claws! <laughs> I'm sorry, it just, it doesn't, I, I don't, I'm not a fan of it. Um, it's the only, and I thought this was much further, I thought this was like season two or season three. Mm. I didn't think this was happening so early. Which, if, okay, if, did you binge the first season? I did. We, I did. Okay, so yeah. if 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 you're watching it week to week, would this part be the moment where you go? I think I'm not going to watch Nashville ever again now because of this. Like no, when Glee did still... uh, Beck's loser, it was like, oh, you know what? Never again. No, I was still kind of intrigued, and I liked the the the, uh, the original music, which will come to to come to you later. Because last week I said I had a little skip, and I was looking at at the um. At this episode, and the reason I was looking at it was because when it came up as the next episode to watch, the still they had was the still from the end of this episode, and I was like, "Oh, is this the one where?" And I went to check, and I didn't, um, I didn't spot this song, mm-hmm. so I had no idea until I watched it about two hours before we started recording. Um, <sighs> that oh, it's got this scene in it as well. Part of my uh, distaste for this song is that the lyrics she uses are not the lyrics of the song. Thank you. Oh, you did. You did notice that, right? Yeah, because she gets on stage and she starts going, "I wanna fuck you like an animal." No, no. I um, wanna feel you from the inside. Do you know how? Right? How does Ring of Fire go? Right. Um. Sort of give me the sort of chorus bit. Love is no. flame. Oh, All right. I fell into a burning ring of fire. Right. Went down, down, down. The flames grew higher. And it hurts me so much. Oh, no. Come on. Come on. Do it properly. What the next line? And the next burns, line? burns, burns. Right. A ring of fire. It burns, burns, burns. That ring of fire. Right? That ring of fire. What does she sing? What does she sing? I she don't sings, know. And it burns, 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 burns. That ring Sh- of yes. fire. I do. There's right? something wrong with it. Now, you, I, I know you, you're not as massive a fan of Walk the Line, but I know for a fact you've seen Walk the Line. Multiple times, um, in very full Now, yes. do you remember the scene in which June Carter is writing Walk the Line? Um, June Carter Cash, the name of a dog? Yes. <laughs> no. When June Carter is uh, writing Walk the Line, uh, she is... Now, I remember when the... she's writing uh, Ring of Fire. Yeah. Ring of in, Fire, sorry. In, 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 the, in the hit movie Ring of oh, Fire. Sorry. I, I'm, I'm very mad right now. Um, <laughs> when, she's, when she's writing Ring of Fire, she yeah. is, um, she's, she's going through the writing process. She's trying to find a song. And part of finding the song, at one point she says, and it burns, 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 burns. And she's got the, the little uh, harpsichord thing that she's trying. Yeah. And so that's, that's, a, that's, that's not the song. She's, she's working her way up to the song. That's right. a version of the song, but it's not the song. No. So why the fuck is Scarlett doing that on stage? It, it just bugs me. Um, Do you reckon she's trying to take it back? Maybe, but I don't like it. No. Uh, so you're very wrong. And I, yeah, as soon as you were like, you were dead set on, oh, oh God, yeah, you're so obsessed with this song. And I like, well, because I didn't hear that part at that point. I just let, oh, I, yeah. I, I yeah. went silent to let it play out for you because I knew this is kind of your thing. And I was going like, eh, not as good as I hoped it would be. Yeah, yeah. Um, now, I, that now if Justin Timberlake got up on the stage and did that, 
That doesn't mean I don't still love Scarlet. I do still love Scarlet, but this is just um, That's not a fan. Not a fan. <sighs> so, anyway. so when you when you watched this episode the first time around, did it hurt you? Would you say it burn, 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 burn? I'd say it hurt. It sounds like the um, Twin Peaks thing. Um, so, hey everybody, welcome to Twin Peaks. Um, Why is Richard Kite doing Twin Peaks? I don't know. <laughs> so Scarlet uh, finishes murdering Ring of Fire. Um, she comes off stage and she rushes over to hug the random guy that she's been dancing with, not gonna. Well, why would she um, hug Gunner? They're, they're just writing partners. Yeah, I know, but they're good friends. She, she could hug Haley because she's like, thank you for letting me, for yeah. insisting I go out. That was fun. But then she hugs this guy. It's like, oh, this is human contact and it's something I haven't had for a while, like all of us at this point. Yeah. Um, Gunner is looking angry. Oh, he so is. Weird. I do not like, this is why I don't like Gunner. He's weird. Yeah. It's so strange. And it feels like, like he's concerned for a friend to the point where he kind of wants to hang out with a friend too much. And it's like, yeah. mm, do you, have you got a crush on your friend, dude? Don't do that. Yeah. It's like when I have my see you hang out with someone else. <laughs> I'm the gunner. I'm the gunner. <laughs> well, um, uh, Scarlet and her new, her new friend. Um, squeeze. Let's call it Squeeze. Uh, her new Squeeze. Uh, Scarlet and go Squeeze. Go off together. Gunner has gone off to get a drink and he sees them two together and uh, the uh, squeeze leans in and squeezes a little kiss. Yeah, it's quite However, sweet. Quite cute. It is quite sweet. sweet. Um, but Gunner sees this and he comes out, uh, comes in and saves uh, Scarlet. That's what he thinks he's doing anyway. Um, it's not, it's, it, it just gets worse and worse. I hate Gunner so. Don't hate Gunner. Just you know, he just doesn't know how to admit his feelings, and he's he's trying to date uh, Haley to to ignore his feelings. Exactly, and I feel like he doesn't understand the yogurt he's got in his lap at the moment. Yeah, yeah. He wants to mop it over on the other side, but he doesn't know how good yogurt is. Oh, well. He's so anti anything but Muppet. He doesn't understand how probiotics are. It's great. Well, um, well, now we're we're back we're back at rehearsal. Um, they're still trying to find the one song they're allowed to sing to close the show with. Um, and I don't know why it's not "Fuck the Police." Obviously, that's <laughs> the way to go about it. Um, you know, Raina saying hey, uh, it would be the only way they could ever use the N word on stage, and then they'll get booed, <laughs> Nashville. Um, well, because it's rap is... music, and they wouldn't like rap music in Nashville. That's the joke. I'm assuming they're racist. Um, Raina is saying, uh, you know, people go to the Ryman to make history. Uh, but Juliet's saying she could have written three songs in the time that Raina's been sat there reminiscing about all the glory days. Um, and Raina brings out the big guns and says, You have not earned your place. And everyone here knows it. This is what, I, what we call in the industry a crap back. Yeah. Uh, so. It's well deserved. Oh well, you know, they're just as bad as each other. They, they are just as bad as each other, but one person saying, you know, oh, this is taking too long, to someone who's got such a legacy. <laughs> That's like going up to Steve Martin and saying, oh, this joke is just rambling. It's like, no, but the punchline's so fucking good, you have to let it happen. Well, uh, Juliet just, just storms off. She's she's not taking this anymore. She's She's gone. Uh, Deacon gets up and, well, Liam says... Uh, Liam says something very important. She needs, she needs to get laid. Uh, Raina says, oh, that is not her problem. Um, as in, that's not Juliet's problem. Juliet's problem is not that she needs to get laid. But Deacon rises to Juliet's defence and he says, you know, remember when you were starting out and, and no one took you seriously, you know? Um, so he, he throws a CD at her, or coaster. Um, and he says, this is undermine. Listen to it. I wrote the first verse. She wrote everything else. You listen to that and tell me that she doesn't have what it takes to be a great songwriter. And he storms off to go. And he puts the coaster down on the table so she can use it. Yeah. Very kind of him. Um, well, Juliet's back at her place. Um, Sean's come over um, and she instantly starts making out with him. She takes him to the sofa and they uh, get their tops off. Um, but Sean, uh, well, she needs to get laid, but she doesn't. 
because Sean calls it off and he says, no, no, this isn't the right time. Uh, he's he's not into casual sex. He's not gay. But he's got tattoos. He's, he's got not tattoos. casual sex. Yeah. And uh, he's, he's not gay, even though he's not gay. Because um, she, she thinks he's acting like a girl. Yeah. And so uh, she needs some first-hand knowledge. <laughs> well, he just wants to take things slow. Uh, Juliet's not very happy with that. She just wants to blow off some steam and maybe blow him off. Um, and she does blow him off technically because she yeah she blows him off. I don't think she wants to blow him off. I think she just wants to lay there and be queen. Yeah, she got some um, wet big time. <laughs> well, she uh, she kicks she kicks him out um, and makes her unsatisfied. Um, I'm sure she has something in the house. She's got lots of <laughs> look. That house is fully free. They've got they've got. Glass in a cocktail shaker at one point. When did she go out and buy a cocktail shaker? She's got stuff sitting around that she doesn't know. <laughs> she will explore what she needs to explore and deal with what needs to be dealt with. Julia Barnes um, is fine. She knows where to hold, hide the nail polish, let's face it. Well, uh, meanwhile, um, Scarlett has turned up at Avery's. Um, and, you know, this is their first time seeing each other since they've broken up. Um, Scarlett's upset. She's she kind of comes right into the house and she says, you know, I've been trying to follow all these stupid rules, but but she misses Avery. But then who's that in the background? It's Marilyn in just a bar coming out of the room getting dressed. Now, we've seen Marilyn before when she's just in a uh, white dress and it gets blown up and we get to see a little bit more. <laughs> Wrong Marilyn. Oh, sorry. Right, okay. Now, we've seen Marilyn before and he's singing about the beautiful people, the beautiful people. It all depends on you, the size of your steeple. You can't no, see the forest from the trees, and you can't see your own bullshit from your knees. <laughs> hey, you, man. what do you see? Something beautiful or something free? Hey, you, are you gonna be me? Da 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 dee dee. I think Marilyn uh, is just um, spinning Avery right round, like a record baby. Round, right, round, round, round. Yep. <laughs> round? <laughs> anyway. Um... Uh, Raina has turned up at Juliet's because right. uh, you know Juliet didn't get what she needed from Sean, so maybe Raina's there. To, <laughs> to you know what? what? <laughs> Look, Teddy's busy with Peggy. Yeah. So Raina's going to need to get something somewhere, and Deacon's not doing it for her anymore. <laughs> um, I don't think Coleman's going to be up for that. Raina uh, says we need to start over. Um, there's one solution, and that solution is. They need to write a song together. Yay! They're going to be creative and build something beautiful together. Isn't um, that wonderful? It is. You're going to drop your feud and you're, you're fussing and you're feuding. And you're going to make something <laughs> beautiful together for everybody, for the whole world. Well, meanwhile, uh, Teddy and uh, Lamar... Sorry, Lamar. Why do I keep saying Lamar? Because Teddy it's Daddy, the right, um, right thing to call whiskey. him. You have no relationship with um, Lamar. And Daddy is saying, no. I wonder if Peggy is unstable, because we could use that. If she's on if she's having marriage problems, we could we could use that to explain her seeking counsel with te- with you, Teddy. Um Raina doesn't know about the embezzlement. Um you know, Daddy says we just need to keep feeding mm. the voracious news cycle. Yeah. Um so hours, he's, he's gonna bring charges to uh to Coleman. They were gonna be dropped, but uh, Daddy thought a phone call was needed. Uh, Coleman can fight it in court, but the election will be over by then. So, you know, it's, there's still a way to win this election. You can just keep being dirty. We'll just scratch out that signature we did last week. It's about time um, for my arrival. <laughs> uh, well, we're back at um, well, we're back at Juliet's, and it's the next morning. Rain and Juliet are still writing. They're they're trying to figure out um, they need a, they need to have a bridge in the song for starters. Um, Juliet's wondering if the song is about Deacon Farina. Not necessarily. Uh, for Juliet, it's about all of them. All of the Deacons. Uh, so they swan into rehearsal and they say, suit up, boys, we've got some work to do. It's time to rehearse this brand yes. new song. Um, well, now it's, uh, it's, it's showtime. It's, it's, it's the night of the Ryman show. Hold up a second. Are you, are you Mr. Show. Incredible? <laughs> you just told us it's showtime. It is showtime. Um, Avery is meeting Domino Dominic Wells. Um, Marilyn's telling Domino Dominic uh, that Avery is the future. Scarlet walks by and just 
give some evils. Um, good. 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 And Scarlet goes and stands next to Gunner and says, Are you available Bad. tomorrow? Bad. Right. Bad. And she says, um, She says, Thank you. Because you changed my life that night. And also, Bluebird. she wants to talk about Dido. <laughs> and she says, If I'm going to lose someone, I'm glad it's not you, Deacon. Not Deacon, Gunner. Why do I keep getting Deacon and Gunner? I don't know, because it, if if their relationship is going to go the way I fear it's going to go, that's going to be a heck of a problem <laughs> if you get those two names confused a lot. <laughs> or weirdly fetishistic if you're into that kind of thing. I hope you're not. What, you don't think uh, Deacon and uh, Scarlet can be writing partners as well? I don't think they can be writing partners. <laughs> well, um, we are at... We're in Juliet's dressing room. Can we just stop for a moment and say Gunner doesn't deserve all of that stuff? Gunner doesn't deserve all of what stuff? He needs a slap in the face for trying to break up. Yeah. Yes, yeah. the other day. And I think Haley needs to step on him a little bit unless he's into that. And then he has to, she has to not step on him to show I, him how important it is. I don't think uh, that relationship with Haley is going to last much longer. Oh, I, you, I, oh you, you I think, think the yogurt's it's going to curdle? Yeah. Um, we're, at Ju- we're in Juliet's dressing room, uh, and she's she's reminiscing. It's, it's taken it only took her three years to get to the Lime Lord's toilet. She should be proud of herself. Juliet Barnes has to remember her whole life before she goes on stage. Yes. <laughs> um, well, Sean turns up, and he's got uh, some pink roses for her, and he says, oh, "Sean's so nice. He would like nothing more than to, than to make love with her. Too little, too late." Um, but he respects any woman too much to do that outside the confines of marriage. That's the it goes problematic. It's old fashioned. That's the thing. He calls it old fashioned. Now, yeah. when do we start talking about monogamy and uh, marriage as an institution in human history? Well, that's what I was thinking last week with the whole Avery Scarlet thing. Mm-hmm. If they were in an open relationship, it would be fine. Yeah. Yeah. The Romans but did it. Open relationships weren't. Back in 2012, I suppose. Yeah, but they were big back in biblical times. They just didn't yeah. write about it that much because, you yeah. know, they wanted to send a message back in the uh, stupid prudish times when they were translating the Bible. <laughs> well, um, that's, that's what it was. That's yeah. what it was. The Bible is not the Bible as we know it. The Bible is stories based on stories, based on stories, based on stories through different prisms at different times. So I think that Sean... Sean? Yeah, sure. His his old fashioned mindset is a prudish mindset from the Middle Ages, yeah. Rather rather than truth to humanity, and they should just get down to Bonin. Yeah. Well, he is a problematic person. Juliet is cool, fine, and doesn't shoplift. Well, he is uh, willing to play it any way she wants, uh, including leaving her alone if that's what she wants. No, but she, uh, what she wants is to ride, and uh, you should just give that over. He just Fine. wants to get to know Juliet better. But Juliet says, you know, if you if you want if you do that, you won't like me very much. And How Sean do you get says, to know too Sean late. Better than a little death. <laughs> well, Sean says it's too late. He already knows her better. I don't know. It was very strange. That Come time. in and know me better, man. She said. <laughs> um, Marshall Evans is kicking off the show. He's uh, he's thanking everyone for coming. He's he's starting the show off. There is no uh, social distancing at this uh, event. Nope. It is uh, all seats are filled. It's, it's, it's a strange... Like the Bible, it is uh, translated into our times. It looks confusing. Yes. Um, <laughs> Raina is in her dressing room. Um, Teddy looks like he's got the weight of the world on his shoulders. But, you know, he said, we'll talk, we'll talk about that later. Uh, meanwhile, Buddy Miller is finishing playing uh, Midnight and Lonesome um, okay. on stage at the Ryman. And we get to the song. Here we go, here we go, here we go. The end of the episode where Juliet and Raina sing together the wrong song. Not the wrong song, they sing wrong song. Um, Now this is the thing that I said, that I was referencing last week. This was a blue. Yeah, this is, um, I love this song. What do you think? What do you think of it? This is all killer, no filler, this song. Comes out the gate, Raina bounces around, starts singing. Juliet comes in to harmonise and sing along as well, and it just punches. It's so good, isn't it? This thing slaps. It's so good. And it's... I, I, I mean, usually what I do during an episode, because I've got ADD, is um, 
I play a game at the same time as watching so I can ingest too much going on so I can have, be able to focus. I right. stopped because I knew this was going to be so important I had to watch and it was uh, worth it. Well, where do you see it going from here? Because they, yeah, well, they've shown I mean, that they're, they're good on stage together. Was it, Marshall, like was it Marshall saying that uh, yeah. this thing's going to be a huge hit? Yeah. And then um, I believe someone in the back was, uh, he had a bandaged hand, he got the phone, he rang up a number of <laughs> Hey, Chuck, it's your cousin, Marvin, you know, Marvin Berry, and listen to this. <laughs> and Marvin's confused because the wrong song phone. coming over his speakers. Um, yeah, I, I just love this song. This um, is great. And then they're dancing there with Liam on stage. Yep. He's now on stage. Yes. He went from unapproved producer to on stage at the 25th anniversary show. And they both is... go over to Gunner. Oh boy, they both go to over Deacon. to Gunner. To Deacon. <laughs> Not a problem that you're now going to say Deacon is Gunner as well. This is double the confusion. Deacon is waving his guitar. Raina yeah. walks over and puts a, basically sings on his shoulder, which is so cute. And it then is. Juliet comes over and gets into like a, a Deacon sandwich. <laughs> Where the bread is two great <laughs> singers, and this is, yeah, this um, is just music beauty. You know when um, Bradley Cooper's and Lady Gaga's did show. Right. This yeah. that was rubbish. This is this is show two point right? oh. I'm so glad you like this. This was like I was watching this with the camera setups and the lighting and the huge plastic <laughs> production, thinking. I mean, this is episode seven. This isn't a pilot. This isn't the finale. This isn't mid season. This isn't Sweeps Week, this is just an episode, and they are throwing it out there like it's the best thing ever. This this is awesome. I'm so, so glad you've not how glad I am. Fun. Oh, I had fun watching these two now new best friends perform what I'm sure is the start of a great touring relationship where they'll always be hanging out together and nothing will go wrong. Well, see, that's the thing. They, they, Radio the Juliet forever, like, like Avery uh, and Scott, Scooter were. At the, at the end of the song, they kind of they're looking at each other and they're like, "There's a look that kind of says that they still don't like each other, but they can't." Um, they deny. can't say it on stage. They, but they also can't deny the chemistry they've got on stage. They're, oh, I didn't read that. I no? read it was the I read it was both of them doing like the performance of "I'm looking at you" and we're smiling, but we still have daggers in our eyes for each other. But I'll, put, I'll we'll put our hands around each other because we know we're doing this for the publicity. And oh, we're, no. See, we're both great as, at stage presence. I read it as like, I still don't like you, but I can't deny it. We, we do have something. Uh, we, we could be good together. Maybe I'm just cynical and broken in this uh, life. Maybe. I'd, I'd, like Maybe. To believe, I'd like to believe they have respect for each other now, because it, it, it's a great song. Um, well, you said we're, this isn't a mid-season finale, but next week is. Oh. Yeah. Christ. Episode 8 is Christmas. Yep. It is Christmas. Fifth uh, of December was uh, the air date. Oh, okay. We'll talk so about that next week. But meanwhile, uh, where can you find you to um, to praise you on finally? I feel like this is the um, this is a straw that broke the camel's back here. This is you, you finally come to your senses and you are in it. Uh, wait, in what way? In what way? Because I've been enjoying the show for a couple of weeks. You have been, but I've never heard you praise it so. Well, this uh, was this uh, this particular. This is based on three musical numbers. Yeah, one of them, but which still. you know, you know, we talked about in a way that was negative, but at the same time, I talked about, but you seem to be fine with it. Well, no, I, was, you didn't I wasn't a big fan of it. Yeah, I like this. I mean, it's a great song. Like yeah. Scooter, I was like, yeah, it's a great song. Why did you do that? Why did she, she couldn't? Do that? She couldn't even pretend to do the voice. Yeah, what I do with the voice? That's well, why I impressed um, me. So where can where can we find you to? Oh, um, on Twitter at Ethan Runt. That's the only thing I'm ever doing anymore. Um, well, I am on Twitter at Movie Underscore Mad. Thanks. Also, for we're both on Twitter. We should uh, yeah. hang out sometime. We should. Um, I don't ask because I assume you jump in, or because you always jump in. This is your podcast. You jump in and talk over me. <laughs> at Bluebird Underscore Pod. At Bluebird Underscore Pod is our um our podcast. Uh, this is the Twitter handle of our podcast where you can hang out and uh, read what we're up to. Usually it's probably just uh, whatever Johnny's thought about country music these days because he likes country <laughs> music. I do like country music. Yeah. Um, one of the few times I actually tweeted something recently was uh, in memory of um, W.S. Holland who passed away. He was uh, the drummer for Johnny Cash. 
I, I, I think anyone listening and anyone on this podcast knows. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Worse. Yeah. Um, um, well, uh, I'm trying to remember our <laughs> other stuff. Is it blue, um, we are... Bluebird Pod at hotmail.com? I believe it is. Simple as that. Yes. Bluebird. Yep. Bluebird Pod at hotmail.com. Email um, us. Tell us what you think. Bluebird Pod is our Instagram. And on Facebook, you can find us under facebook.com slash bluebirdpod. Yep, pretty easy. I mean, we're effective across all balls of communication. Listen. Apart from Twitter. Love. Talk. Rate, review, subscribe, share, tweet, Insta, Facebook, Spotify, everything, all the things. Come, hang. Come backstage. Stay backstage. Leave backstage. It's our backstage. Don't stay backstage. We've only got two beds here. We've only ever shared it one time. (laughs) (laughs) You and I were on the same bit. Um, Well, that was our Lovesick Blues. Uh, Join us next week uh, where we discuss um, episode eight. The mid-season finale of season one. I bet it's got no brackets in. I bet it just says, Daddy's home. (laughs) There's no brackets. There's not the movie. Uh, further parentheses going that comes out in a couple of years' time, you'll understand this. This is a future episode. Close parentheses. It's ahead of its time. Um, you know what? You, if you can you say wanna... anything about Nashville, it is ahead of its time. Do you want to know the title or should I leave it till next oh, week? Oh, leave it. Let me linger. Leave it. Okay, okay. Um, this well... has been a Podnose Network podcast. Executive produced by George Grimwood. Good guy. Come listen to other Podnose podcasts that are out now. Yeah? Yeah, I think we have to say that at the end these days. Yeah, I yeah. could recall something and put it at the end, but uh, I could just say that, which feels natural. I'm just uh, looking ahead to see if there's any uh, parentheses uh, episodes coming up. Don't don't ruin the possibility that there might not be. I don't want I'm to. Not, know I'm that. not ruining anything. I'm just saying I'm I'm having a look to see okay. how many there are. Well, I'm just going to stay backstage for a while and stare at a wall. If you want to go front of house and see what's going on over there, there's some noise. Yeah, I suppose so. Do you want a drink? Yeah, let's get me some yogurt shots. Yogurt shots. Coming right up.